Hello! Welcome to this podcast that doesn't have a name yet. Um, I will explain that in a little bit. <laughs> my name is Alex, and I am here with my friend, Nick. Sug. Yeah, Sug is fine. Nick. And we're going to discuss a little bit of Star Wars stuff today. As far as the title of this podcast goes, we are currently waiting for a name to come from my Twitter account. Um, if y'all follow me, my username is simp, the number four, Skywalker underscore, and I posted a poll naming this podcast. My friend Nick over here, he has his own podcast. Kind of got the idea off of him, and um, yeah, now we're here. For this episode, we're going to talk about the state of Star Wars in general, um, but how I want to cap off each and every episode is like a quick little segment of like news from the week prior um, and things like that. So... Let's get started. Nick, I know you have an outline of this, but this first piece of news is uh, kind of very relevant, very breaking, still currently happening. So basically, it's all revolving around the High Republic books. To preface this, I'm not entirely fully aware of what the High Republic books are about and what's going on with this thing, but there is a there's a show that Star Wars is doing about the High Republic books. So the woman that hosts it, her name is Christina Ariel. I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. But she was trending on Twitter last night because during all the Black Lives Matter stuff in May, she was tweeting, um, denouncing racism and things like that. And this Twitter account called Bounding Into Comics wrote an article about it basically Kind of like, like, why would Disney stand by this? Like, she's calling all white people racist, like, really twisting her words, and people are really not having it. So the hashtag I stand with Christina started trending on Star Wars Twitter account. They went out of their way and tweeted, Our Star Wars community is one for hope and inclusivity. We do not stand for bullying and racism. We support Christina Ariel. That being said, people had mixed reactions um, from that response due to Disney's treatment of characters like Finn and Rose or actors like John Boyega and Kelly Marie Tran. So yeah, what are, I know you don't know the whole context of this situation, but do you have any thoughts on that? That is strange. It's a little strange, but I mean, I wouldn't expect them to not support her, I guess, in this case. That's true. She clearly has the moral high ground here. Their options here were pretty much to either not say anything at all, and people would probably get mad at that, or to support her, so they chose to support her. So I guess that makes sense. And they've been taking Star Wars in a more progressive era these past few years, so I guess it makes sense. I agree. Or at least trying to take it into a more progressive era. However, there is a part that I forgot about. You know our friend, uh, Gina Carano? Is that how you pronounce her last name? Do you even know? I have more news about her later. But people then went on to say, some people were like, where is this support for Gina, who was getting bullied earlier this year because of things that she tweeted or things that she had been known previously to say. So people were tweeting at Star Wars. There's like, where's your tweet for her and her support? And people were mad at that because she's been known to have anti-mask conspiracies. She's, um, she was pro of the Capitol insurrection. She's had transphobic remarks, allegedly. So, yeah, 
That was a thing last night. Still trending this morning, in case you were wondering. Liam Neeson was on James Corden earlier this week, and he uh, showed off his Qui-Gon lightsaber, and went on to say, you know, he'd be open to returning to Star Wars. And I first heard this, I was like, is he... I have a feeling he might be in the Kenobi series, and they don't want it getting out or something, so he's just like, yeah, I'd be open to it, because Ewan McGregor did the same thing when people asked him if he'd be open to return to Star Wars, and he was like, oh, yeah, if they call me, I mean, I'd be more than willing to go, you know? I think that there is no good reason for Liam Neeson not, not to be to. in the Obi-Wan series. Like... Even if it's just a voiceover, which is most likely what it yes. would be, like, he, he has to be there. I, yeah, I can't see him not, especially, I mean, he did, like, stuff, he did Clone War, so, like, for me, that would, like, you know what I mean? He's done the voice thing before, it wouldn't, I mean, I'd love to go, come back, buddy. Lucasfilm Gaming. EA no longer has exclusivity. I believe that is what the deal is. I personally... <laughs> I've never played any of the games besides the Lego ones from back in the day. I played a walkthrough of Jedi Fallen Order. I did love it, despite it being by EA, I believe. You got any thoughts on they being able to expand that canon farther than it currently is due to limitations? So, I personally think that this is a good thing, and a lot of people agree with that. EA... They have done some decent work recently. They made a great comeback with Battlefront 2, then cut off live service, which was disappointing. Then they came out with Squadrons. Well, Jedi Fallen Order, then they came out with Squadrons, and both of those are really fun games. But um, I think this is a good thing. We get more Star Wars games and some newer and different takes on how people see this universe, and some different styles of gaming so i think it's still a good thing like it's still larger companies like bethesda and ubisoft are the ones that are working on games currently that they've announced so it's not like they just completely opened the floodgates and like and any indie developer can start making star wars games yet but i think once we get to that point that can be a really fun thing to have just a lot of different games coming out but all in this universe cool stuff <laughs> you can see i'm very into the uh video games here i do like them i did like fallen order a lot but i don't play video games and i don't have a way to so for me i'm like woohoo sabine wren confirmed for the ahsoka show question mark rosario dawson liked a tweet earlier this week suggesting that she did return um the tweet was something about um sabine wren highly likely to return to ahsoka and i know we all know obviously we're assuming sabine will be live action in ahsoka but i don't know seeing that tweet was very nice on my timeline also worth noting, I did see somewhere, now I don't have the source because I don't remember where it was, but that Lars Mikkelsen, I don't know if that's how you pronounce his last name, the actor that voices Thrawn in Rebels will be reprising his role as Thrawn in live action, one of the three series that is going off the time period. Um, I don't know how true that statement is, but I did see it somewhere. Um, someone did confirm it. Again, I would love to give them credit for it. Um, 
But, I mean, that's very exciting because he was my top choice for Thrawn. I don't know about you, but, yeah. I liked him or Benedict Cumberbatch for the role, but I'm happy with this choice, too, because I do really like his voice work in Rebels. Yeah. And it's not like he... I mean, he looks the part, so... I mean, I loved how he did Rebel. Thrawn is great. I just finished Rebels. Oh, we should probably give a little bit of context. I have just watched everything in canon in detail for, like, the first time. I've seen the movies before, but I haven't been, like, paying that much attention. So I was able to, I literally went through all Clone Wars, all Rebels. Like, I did a good watch through of everything. And Nick is, you know. (laughs) Wow. Well, no, Nick, Nick Nick is definitely more of an, I, I have written down special guest consultant expert because, you know, anytime She's I have questions, anytime I have questions on anything, I'm like, I'm hitting up Nick. Real quick, I want to touch on a couple birthdays this week. Woohoo, play the birthday music. Happy birthday. Okay, it's not going to play. James Earl Jones' birthday was this week, and Kelly Marie Tran, so happy birthday to you too. Also, Kelly Marie Tran returned to Instagram. Um, and she left because we were mean to her, so people don't be mean to her. Um, I love her. Okay, so 2021, State of Star Wars. Where are we? Where are we going? What's the direction? So, two things I want to talk about. We have two sections, basically, that is where I'm getting my news from. We have Investor's Day, which happened at the end of the year, which we got a lot of new content that we heard was coming out. A lot of which we already knew, but it was more of like a confirmation and a little more details, I guess. Um, And then just a couple other things in general revolving around the Mandalorian and things like that. So first I'm gonna go ahead and start off with Investor's Day, a lot announced. So first I wanna start off with Andor. So obviously we know this is a prequel to basically Rogue One. So basically an update, and this is kind of like an update because we obviously got the news a couple weeks ago, maybe even a couple months ago, I don't know how long ago it was. And now, there's been a lot coming out. So there's been a lot of set photos released from Andor. You can see those on Twitter. We did get confirmation, obviously, Diego Luna is returning. That's not news. Um, I did hear somewhere that it was 12 episodes. That's nice. That's probably the longest we're going to get out of anything. And then some news the other day. So Alan Turderick, who plays K2SO, he will not be appearing in the show despite Kathleen Kennedy confirming this news at an investor event in 2019. In the tweet, he said, yeah, they're filming it now. I haven't heard anything. Um, I mean, if they call me, I'm more than willing to go. But right now, he's not returning. I'm excited for the series. I don't know about you. I don't know when it's supposed to premiere either. But what are your thoughts on Andor? K2SO is like one of the only characters that I can consistently remember his name from Rogue One. So I'm kind of sad about that. But um, it still looks cool. And she described it as, what, a spy thriller? Kind of espionage style. So, I mean, that should be interesting, set in the Star Wars universe. I feel like it's going to end with him either stealing K2SO or, like, finding him or... He has to end up fighting him because he is technically a reprogrammed Imperial droid. So That's true. maybe we'll get I've... him at some point. But I mean, I can see that being a little too expensive for a TV show to have that giant droid walking around the entire time. It might be a lot too much work for them. 
but I mean, I guess I'm still so. excited. It could be. It they could did be fun. They did spend like two. How much money was it per Mandalorian episode? I'm sure they could have figured it out if they really wanted to. They they spent like it was like a couple million on each episode. I was like, damn, okay, Disney. But I um, mean, we only got the dark troopers for what like two, three episodes in Mandalorian. Okay, fair enough. Doing so. Possibility of Rebels characters in Andor, because it works with the timeline. Because you do in in Rogue One, you do have like the ghost and you hear you know there's chopper in the background too which i just realized the other day i would like to see like a live action i mean i'm not saying it's hard though because it's a different division i feel like he's again he's like a spy right yeah so i mean they're all rebels and like you know hair is pretty high up in the rebel authority i guess so it could happen it they could just be you know walking around or be at like his mission briefing in the first episode or one of those but yeah so i feel possible. like i mean if we got live because i know i feel like we'll get sabine and ahsoka and we'll talk about that later but if we get live action Hera, i feel like it would be here but maybe even in ahsoka if they all unite again but i don't i don't even know if we would get her live action in general so but i would like her here she's one of my faves so yeah Andor. i mean do we have a release date for that? I don't believe so. Interesting. Because I know they're filming it now, but... Oh, this is a random point, but I want Disney to just start regulating the run times for all of these shows. Like, That's a good point. This should be an episode. Because, <laughs> like, watching Mandalorian and pulling it up and seeing, oh, this episode's only 32 minutes long or something, I'm like, this is, this is ridiculous. Give me a solid 45-minute episode every week. That's what I want. It's an interesting note because I feel like the finale was, like, what? Almost an hour, right? I think so, yeah. And then you have, like, episodes. some of the... F- I hate saying filler, but some of the filler episodes, if you will, that are, like, 30 minutes, and I'm like, okay. Like, yeah, there should be more regulation because... And they're doing <laughs> the same thing with WandaVision, and it's angering me. Oh, really? I pulled up the episode from yesterday and it was like 32 minutes long and I was like, dang, this isn't what I signed up for. I was I was all ready to go. And I was like, oh. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's supposed to be 12 episodes long, so hopefully there'll be more regulation. I know with things like, um, like the Kenobi series, like things that are more like really big because of the people working in it, I feel like I think they're making those more regulated because... Like, I know the Kenobi series, it was they were going to do a movie, and then they made it, I don't know. So hopefully we'll see that regulation. But moving on from that, Bad Batch. I am very excited for this. I just watched Clone Wars Season 7 probably a month ago. I just watched Clone Wars in general like a month ago, and Season 7 again. So good. So the Bad Batch. No trailer, no release date. I'm scared they're going to push it back to 2022 because even though they said it was coming out this year, they said the same thing about Mandalorian Season 3. There um, was a trailer. There was a teaser. That's a trailer. They showed Okay, I stuff. guess. I guess. It was but so cool. I'll have to watch it. I should have watched it before this. I guess so. I guess. But, like, I want a full trailer. Teaser? No. Tarkin trailer. was in it. I don't care who's in it. I, I, I feel like I know nothing about this show. Do you know more about this show than me? No. If, I what do you know that. about the show? What do we I know, know about the show? I know nothing about this show. I know it's after Order 66. Okay. Um, but before they retire the clone army. So, I mean, it's like okay. fresh 
into the empire like this is empire year one and i mean that's all i need i'm excited that's that's literally all they had to tell me and i'm like i'm on board with this show i mean that's an era we don't know much about like early empire days where they're still using clones and stuff that's that's hype. yes that's, that's cool stuff. well they're also what's his face is coming back to do the score um kevin kiner is it yes and i love his work on clone wars I'm excited. I would just love for it to come out. Do you have a... If you had to guess a release date, when would you guess? I said, like, May. Maybe. May would be nice. I feel like I'm in, like, a withdrawal because we haven't had any new content since end of season two of Mandalorian, and it's like... I mean, obviously, you know... That's because you don't read. Exactly. Okay, I started reading a couple books, but... I'm more of a visual person, so for me, like, the books are like, eh. Like, I'll just have Nick tell me what happens or, like, send me pictures of comics, and I'm like, sure, that sounds about right. I guess, well, because we were getting all that content, and then all of a sudden for it to just, like, have nothing, it's kind of like, okay, now what, you know? I don't know. Moving on. The Acolyte. Is that how you pronounce it? The Acolyte? The Acolyte? Yeah. The Acolyte. Don't know much about this takes place in the High Republic, from what I've read. This is Looking supposed at to be the dark the end side, of the High Republic. End of the High Republic, right. Yeah. And from what I have written in my notes, dark side, female perspective. End of the High Republic, which is before... The High Republic, refresh my memory, is before the... What comes after the High Republic? The Republic. The Republic, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so this is, I want to say they said like 50 years before... Anakin and Phantom Menace and all that. Okay. That's See, I like that. So, the High I mean, Republic I... starts like 300 years before Phantom Menace. Okay. And ends so 50 like... years before, so it's like within that time period. So, this could be, so it's, you know, dark side perspective and all of that, like they're saying. So, this could be what caused the fall of the High Republic, which is kind of cool that we're going to see that. So, read the books. Yeah, I was going to say, this is, we were talking about this the other day, like, areas of Star Wars where you'd want more content from, and I, this, I like, the area before Phantom Menace, and the in-between Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones is something that, again, I would like explored. Um, However, now we have the High Republic books, so I have really no excuse (laughs) for being out here and whining about not having any content, but yeah, I'm not the biggest, I do like reading, but I just, I haven't gotten... I don't know. Maybe I'll start reading some books. If you follow me on Twitter, tweet me um, some... What are the, I, There's only been a couple High, Pub, High Republic books released, right? They're, yeah. like, releasing yeah. them all this the first, month or whatever? Yeah, the first wave were just released earlier in January. Okay. Well, if you have a favorite, let me know. Maybe I'll read them, but probably not. <laughs> Dang. Moving on. <laughs> um, the Lando series. Donald Glover. Again, we don't know a lot about that. Do we, Nick? Nope. <laughs> I'm excited because, I don't know. I mean, it's going to be good. I um, I just, I haven't watched Solo in the longest time, and I watched it probably like a week ago, and I loved Donald Glover as um, Lando. I know a lot of people weren't big fans of them casting younger, like redoing young characters that approved, like, for example, like doing Solo in general. Um, but I liked... Donald Glover's Lando, so I'm excited for that whenever it decides to, you know, come out. 
don't know about you, but I like Donald Glover. That's like one of the only parts of Solo that I like. Fair enough. Visions. This is the anime show, correct? Yes, the anime anthology series. Anime anthology series. It's being released this year to my knowledge. Unless I'm wrong. <laughs> I feel like every time I say something, I keep looking to Nick for confirmation of like, this is correct, right? Because <laughs> he definitely knows more than me. But yeah, so basically from what I've heard, it's like they're telling, um, what's it called? They're telling untold stories, I guess. Think like Artists. Rogue One type stories, but in anime. See, that's but cool. That's, yeah. So just random side stories that loosely connect to the universe. What's one thing you'd want to see? Anime Darth Vader. I, no, I want like that. Anything in specific? Anime Darth, Darth Vader. Vader. Okay. I want to see, see how they draw him. I want to see what they do with it. Um, now I've been telling you, and a lot of people, I've been saying this for a very long time, that I would like an anime Star Wars series. So, this could be cool. You finally got your wish. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> a droid story. I have no comment on this, because I could not find what it's about. Because, yeah, what what's this about, Nick? Do tell us. I'm pretty sure it's about R2-D2 and C-3PO going on adventure. Oh, how fun. It reminds me of those Clone War episodes where it was literally just the two of them getting themselves in trouble. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna, about to do a deep cut. A deep cut? Like what? So, this is like, way back in the day. Like oh, VHS fun. tapes okay. that I used to get from the library about r2d2 and c3po going on adventures and it was they were weird they were very weird it was a very strange animation style too like this is coming from like 80s 90s so like these are old so they VHS took those tapes. vhs tapes and put them into a disney plus show that's what i'm getting from this that they're like you know what this was a interesting idea let's try it again and i mean i liked it as a kid I don't know if they hold up now. I don't know if I could find them anywhere. We'll probably watch it anyways. Uh, whether it's good or... It should be good. I don't know. We'll see what direction Lucasfilm is going in by that point. <laughs> I mean, C-3PO, even throughout the sequel trilogy, was consistently a fun character. I like Yeah, him. I'll give you that. And if I they put Babu was... Frick in this show... Oh my Babu, god. I love Babu Frick. Shout out to all your Babu Frick stands. I know there's a bunch of you, believe me. Um. <laughs> well, you just watched Rise of Skywalker last night, so what are your thoughts on Babu Frick and C-3PO in that? Um, so actually, I fell asleep. Oh. <laughs> so I have not seen... Okay, I, I know I said I finished the canon in film. But I have to watch Rise of Skywalker later. I did see it when it came out, like a year. It was probably a year ago, right? December 2019. Yeah, I guess a year ago. Um, Babu Frick. Yeah, he's there. He's great. <laughs> Rogue Squadron. Okay. <laughs> so, Rogue Squadron. This is interesting to me. So, it's this is the one directed by Patty Jenkins, correct? Yes. 
And I'm interested because she recently, they recently um, launched Water Woman 1984. Did you catch that by any chance yet? Did I watch it yet? Yes. No. See, I've seen Wonder Woman 1984 and Nick hasn't. Wow, I wa- I watched Soul. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> but I... So, Rogue Squadron is... It's a movie. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, and yeah. it's about rogue fighter pilots, I believe. After... Uh, is that what you would call them? I would not call them rogue well, fighter pilots. It's called rogue... Well, okay. okay. They're further. Is it's this for the resistance? Rogue, is this um, after episode six? I have no idea. Fair um, only okay. Well, okay. <laughs> Hold on. Don't call them rogue fighter pilots. Like, well, the the movie like, is called Rogue Squadron. <laughs> rogue One was called Rogue One, and they weren't necessarily rogue. They still fought. for They the were rogue rebellion. from the Empire, though. The, everyone's that rogue from the empire in the rebel alliance okay so rogue squadron was originally a video game franchise sort of franchise yeah i'll call it a franchise they had three games um starting on the nintendo 64 shout out to the nintendo 64 Jeez. and then it went through the gamecube and such so this started this franchise started in 1998 um and i mean the games are fun I'll say that, but they're old. They're older games, but they're they're pretty fun. Um, I have no idea what this movie is about, other than if it's about rogues, the actual, well, the OG Rogue Squadron, then it's during the Rebel era. So Let me Google this real quick, because I'm Empire. intrigued. What's it called? Rogue Squadron? Yeah, I'm just interested. I mentioned Peggy Jenkins because I know she got a lot of flack for 1984. I'm assuming you've heard of this even though you haven't seen the movie because I remember it was trending on yes. Twitter for um, quite some time. But even then, I still think she's a decent filmmaker. Yes. So, I'm okay. willing to hold out hope that this will be Here fun, we go. good movie. Enjoy yeah, it's, watch. it's supposed it's nice to be released action. on uh, December 22nd, 2023. So that's... Is that two years now? Yeah. That way? Uh, um, three let's years, see. actually. According to Wikipedia... Shout out to Wikipedia. Um, the story will introduce a new generation of starfighter pilots as they earn their wings and risk their lives in boundary-pushing high-speed thrill ride and move the saga into the future era of the galaxy. Um, yeah, but when is it? <laughs> when? <laughs> well, it says future era, so maybe it... Maybe it's maybe after it's... episode nine? Ooh, I don't know about that. That's a hot take. Maybe it's after episode six. I'm trying, I'm going to find this, hold on. So it's after Return of when... the Jedi and... That's what I was thinking. Part of... Yeah, maybe they are part of the New Republic era, and it's in between. They have a lot of stuff going in between. They really liked that era before, right it's before the. It's thirty years. Show. Okay, I it's. Guess. But. When does it take? Just place? really packing a lot of stuff in there. If that's when it takes place. Oh, I've seen in movies like The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker. So, so it perhaps place taking place just before, during, or after the era of the New Republic. 
Does that sound about right? I mean... Yeah, it makes sense to me. Well, I mean, I guess that makes sense, because you got to think, so we have that 30-year gap, mm-hmm. and, uh, but the First Order is well-established before The Force Awakens, so there were yes. some battles and stuff before that. The Resistance is also established, so this could be, like, the <clears throat> very beginning of the Resistance, and that's what Rogue Squadron is, like, one of their very first established Starfighter Squadrons. So that could be interesting if we're seeing the beginning of the Resistance being formed. Interesting stuff. Rangers of the New Republic. This is starring our friend... Gina Carano. I don't know if don't I told you guys. Don't bring me into this. Don't. I officially this. got blocked by Gina this past week. I know. I know. Very exciting stuff. I, um, you know, all I did was tweet. I said, how does one get blocked by Gina Carano? I don't even know if that's how you pronounce her name right. I said, how does one get blocked by her? Because I, I knew, I've heard things, but I was like, I don't know. Everyone keeps posting about the, how they're getting blocked. And I was like, how do you guys get blocked? And I got like a bunch of replies. And I didn't even tag her. Like, I put a slash in front of the at so it wouldn't go through. And she blocked me just from that. I didn't even do anything. And it was within, like, five minutes. I was like, wow. Okay. So she's supposed to be starring in this movie. No, it's not a movie. It's a Disney Plus show. Excuse me. It takes place in that 30-year gap, I believe. Am I right on that? Yeah, um, same time period with The Mandalorian. Same time it's period. in that era. Oh, so is this, this, Ahsoka, and Mando, is that how they're going to, is that the three series that they keep talking about that are going to... And Boba. Don't forget Boba. And Boba. We're talking about those, we will mention that later, a lot with the Filoni-verse and things like that. Um, so, yeah. What's this about? I believe that it is about the New Republic and the rangers that work for them thank you what are the range are they like sheriffs like what does this mean isn't she a sheriff right now yes and that's why i was kind of confused because i was like wait if she's a sheriff because she wasn't one when we started an episode or in season one i don't believe no she was not she was just a sort of bounty hunter she was just a hired gun that worked for that village then um then you know she met mando and everything then she talked to that one fighter pilot guy and i don't remember the actor's name but he's in kim's convenience which is a great show very funny um and he gave her a badge and stuff and you know she talks to mando about it when he's looking for bill burr's character mayfield and so she's now official a sheriff of the new republic so maybe when she turns in moff gideon she um gets a nice promotion and is made a ranger or something so that could be nice so this takes place after season two i thought it was before for some reason i don't know why but i was like this is before mandalorian but that wouldn't make any sense Uh, yeah because before mandalorian she was just a rebel fighter like she just worked for the. She's rebellion. from Alderaan, right? Yeah, and she's then one of she the survivors the rebellion. of Alderaan. <laughs> that and might she be. She joined the... the rebellion and was a shock trooper for the rebellion, and then after the war, she just kind of quit because she was like, "Well, there's no war. Don't need me." 
Mood. Then became a hired gun. And then Mando found her. And now here we are. Then she became a sheriff. And now, I guess she's a ranger. Ahsoka, I am so excited for this show. I was thinking about it the other day, though. I'm not sure how I feel about Rosario Dawson's portrayal as Ahsoka. I like it. It's it's just, it's hard for me. We, were, we had this discussion the other day. We were talking about personal. For me, I'm a very visual, physical person. So for me to make the jump from Rebels Ahsoka to Mandalorian Ahsoka is very difficult because she does come off more cold. I wouldn't say more cold, I guess, in Rebels, like after, you know, Order 66 and everything with Anakin and, you know, it's a lot. So obviously she's, you know, huh. um, <laughs> but like the jump from Rebels to me, like she just seems so more high spirited or whatever. And then going from that to Mandalorian where she's like, I won't train him. And I get it. I do. But it's just, it's hard for me to make the connection because we don't have any more content in between that time period. And the Ahsoka show obviously takes place after season two, so it's not like we're going to get that content. Um, but I'm not mad about the Rosario Dawson's portrayal, but I do think maybe you could have did it better. See, I think it makes sense. I think, you know, she's been presumed dead by a bunch of people this whole time. She, uh, she finds out about Anakin at the end of Rebels, pretty much. What um, do you mean at the end of Rebels? I feel well, like she okay. knew about him at the beginning. <laughs> what the freak? Okay, so she goes and fights Darth Vader. And she has, she suspects, but she doesn't know for sure. Then she fights Darth Vader and she's like, oh, this is Anakin. And that's tough. That I thought she sink. knew it was Anakin. She was like, she was pretty sure. But like, then she actually saw his face when... She cut part of his mask, and then she definitely knew for sure, obviously. But um, then Ezra saves oh, her and stuff, okay. and then everyone thinks she's dead, but she's alive. I and then, won't you know, leave you. Not there's this that whole time. gap, because then we have the original trilogy, so I'm guessing, you know. I am no Jedi. Oh Sorry, I had to. Um, But yeah, Ahsoka show, from what I heard... Six episodes. Very exciting. It's a limited series, I believe. Unless I'm... Six episodes. That's... I, I, I believe I heard from... Again. I believe it's a limited series and it's only six episodes. But I feel like because it's only six episodes and it's a limited series, they're like an hour long. Like, long each. Like, that's what I heard from the Kenobi series, was that they were all going to be like an hour long because it's, again, a limited series in six episodes. Don't quote me on the limited series thing. I might be getting that confused with Kenobi, but... I'm pretty sure a limited series can be ten episodes. But it's only six. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm, oh, That's not okay. what makes it a limited series. Excuse me. <laughs> that's um, like, yeah. That just means they're probably not doing a season two. That's what yes, that's what I got from that, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so Ahsoka searching for probably Ezra obviously Thrawn. Um, we got that from season two. Um, and we'll probably get, oh, live action Sabine. I talked about that earlier. I feel like that's a given because I watched Rebels at the end and I was like, oh, they went off together. And then (laughs) I was looking back and I was like, wait, but that doesn't make any sense because in season two, he's not with Sabine. Where's Sabine? (laughs) Sabine has her own stuff. So then there's a five year gap and they still haven't found Ezra. Big tough. 
And then, yeah, then we see Ahsoka and Mando. What is Ezra doing? Where did he go? He's just Jay chilling with Thrawn on a beach see, somewhere. I never understood. I, Nick had explained to me because I never understood. I was like, yeah, she's looking for Thrawn because he's with Ezra, but why does she need Ezra? Like, I get, like, when they were in, like, the, the portals or the, you know what I'm talking about. The world between worlds. Yes. And he's like, come find me when you get out. And she was like, okay. And then, <laughs> and then they left. They separated. And then I was like, yeah, like, he wants to find her. But, like, why? Like, I get it that they're friends. But I was like, really? Like, you're going to go into this length to find your... Don't get me wrong. I love Rebels. Shout out to all my Rebels stands. Um, but... I don't you know get what I mean? that confused you. No. I was just, I, we literally had like a half hour discussion on this. I was like, this is so confusing to me. Why are they trying to find Thrawn and Ezra? Like, let them be. Like, I know they're friends. Well, Maybe they're all they have. I was like, where's Hera and all this? Where's Zeb and Chopper? I'm like, you're not looking for. I mean, like, they're not all together looking for him. Like, I would have much appreciate a Rebel sequel where they all go look for Ezra. That would make me happy, Dave. You want to get that done, Dave? Oh, wait, we're going to discuss that right now. So, this was, like, kind of news, but not really. This podcast, I wish I could quote them. That's not going to be reliable, but then some people are saying you can't trust them because recent things that they've come out with have been false. Um, but they've apparently come out with news that's been true in the past. So, that's why people are considering them quite reliable. They said that... A Rebels sequel was in place. They were filming, um, they were recording audio for it, the voice actors were, um, animation was possibly in the works. And then Mandalorian season two happened. And Jon Favreau was like, Dave, no, scrap this. Think of what we could do. And he was like, okay. And um, that was scrapped. Again, this is what I've heard. It's rumored. Is it true? Who knows? But apparently, again, I wasn't in the fandom when all this began. But there was a season, there was a sequel for Rebels. And apparently now people are saying that it has been completely scrapped. And any remnants of the Rebel sequel is just going to be dabbled in other things. So like in the Ahsoka show, um, maybe a Mandalorian if it crosses into that realm. Um... So, I mean, yeah. You like Rebels to an extent. Nick's not the biggest Rebels fan. Go harp on him for that, but... <laughs> I mean, I think this makes sense. Because it does... It's If they release that show, then it just makes the canon more confusing for them working with Mandalorian and all of these other shows. So, I mean, I'm okay with this. Only because uh, it gives them more room that. to work. Well, we like they, animation. We do because we, we can. We can figure that in that sequel show, they finally figure out stuff with Mandalore too, with Sabine and Bo-Katan. So they'd make an appearance. They find Ezra and all of that, and they fight Thrawn. Those are pretty much all the beats that these shows are going to end up hitting at some point. So, would I have preferred both or another show? Probably, but I mean, they'll find a way to probably get those same stories integrated into yeah. all of the live action ones. I mean, it's gonna yeah. take longer, but I'm okay uh, with this. The only thing I'm holding on to right now is that 
I know at some point, I don't know, I think it was Filoni that said that Ahsoka's story will begin and end in animation. What that means, who knows how it's going to end. Um, but I did hear that at one point, so that gives me hope. I would just like to see live-action Sabine. That'd be cool. I know we're getting it. And Thrawn, again, that'd be cool. I know we're getting it. And again, Hera, I would love. Are we going to get that? Probably not. Um, but you know, it'd be cool. As long as they do the animation in the new Clone Wars style and not the Rebel style. I don't mind the Rebel style. This is a debate for another day. But, but Clone Wars Season 7? Come yeah, on. You Come on. That Clone looked good. Seven. It did look good. And Bad Batch? Those like, if good. they ever if they ever do another animated series, like, I know they're doing it with Bad Batch, and it makes sense because it's kind of, like, after Clone Wars, so, like, obviously continue with that, but, like, if they do another animated show that's, like, this big release on Disney+, Plus, I would love it in Clone Wars style, especially if they did Season 7. Um, but, yeah, last show that was announced at Investor's Day. There's more afterwards, so don't yell at me. Obi-Wan Kenobi. We knew this was happening. We did. I mean, I, well, I, just to put things into perspective, I became heavily involved with Star Wars around the time of Investor's Day. So I didn't really know this was happening, and I was like, damn, that's cool. But yeah, Obi-Wan Kenobi, they're in pre-production right now. Um, apparently they start filming in March. Obviously we got Ewan McGregor. At Investor's Day we got the news that Hayden Christensen is returning. Again, this is all old news, but I love him. Nick has his thoughts. Um, <laughs> there's You're notable. Throwing me under the bus. I'm Hold not throwing on. you Hold under on. the bus. Hold I'm on. not. I'm not. Let's just like say Hayden, that Nick's not Hayden the biggest fan of uh, you know Attack of the Clones. I like Hayden that, Christensen. Yeah, that, that's that doesn't mean I don't like Hayden day. Christensen. Revenge oh. of the Sith is literally one of my favorite Star Wars movies. That's not fair. Mm-hmm. I like Hayden Christensen. Okay, me liking Hayden Christensen. But disliking <laughs> most of Attack of the Clones is not a hot take. That's all I'm saying. That's oh, a normal take. No comment. We will rank our movies in another episode. That'll be an interesting that one. Is this this episode, I'm not gonna lie, it's 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 more news based, so it's more you know chill. But once we start, like I want, I'm, we're gonna do future episodes ranking Clone Wars arcs and ranking movies, which people have done before, or um, duels and. All sorts of things. So that'll get a lot more heated than this has. And probably a lot more interesting. So make sure you subscribe and all that good stuff. But anyways. Um, Kenobi series. What I wanted... What I found worth mentioning was the cast list. I've showed you this, I believe. Have you, Have I showed you this? There's Are you going to in- bring up your corky theory? There's some notable... Don't bring up uh, your corky theory. Come on. Sh- You're better than that. You're better than that. Okay, so what's worth mentioning, um, they also, someone did mention, the show could take up to three years to film. Three years. Three years. That's far too long in my book. But yeah, we got some notable cast members. We know it's six episodes, we know they're going to be each an hour long, we know it's a limited series, so it's only one season. However, we do have some notable cast members. If you look at the IMBD website, first of all, worth noting is that the woman that plays Mon Mothma in... Rogue One is coming back. So, that's exciting. Um, woohoo. She'll be back in the game. Um, Stellan Skarsgård, who is in Mamma Mia, 
any Mamma Mia stands out there, huge Mamma Mia fan right here, but he plays Bill. I love him. He's going to be on the show. Great. Naomi Scott was also rumored to be in this show, but she's not on their IMBD's page, which I find interesting. Do you know who she is? She's, um... She sounds familiar. She's Princess Jasmine in the, um, the reboot of Aladdin. Okay, okay. So that's her. So she was rumored to be in it, but I'm not seeing her on the page, which is odd. Um, but then two more worth-noting people. Denise Gouch, I believe that's how you pronounce her last name. But if you look at her, she is a spitting, spitting image of Satine. This is a conspiracy theory, but damn, I would Duchess love Satine. if we had Duchess respect. Satine. The Duchess. If we had Satine in this show, even in like, like, just give me like flashbacks. Like, that's what I want from this show more than anything is like flashbacks to Clone Wars. Flashbacks to Satine. Like, if this was Satine, she's supposed to be in one episode, and I'd be thrilled with that. I mean, come on now. And then, also worth noting, Kyle Suller. Look up this man. Look up the IMBD page. He has a spitting image of the one, the only, Corky Kenobi. I'm not even calling it a conspiracy anymore. You can't anymore. say that. I'm confirming it. It's headcanon for me, and I'm sure it's headcanon for everyone else out there. That is his son. Who else's son is it? She definitely, Satine was just like, oh yeah, that's my nephew. People never questioned who the parents were. I mean, yeah, you have Bo-Katan. Obviously, it's not Bo-Katan's kid because no way. <laughs> no way. Um, so, yeah, we're going to get Corky and Satine in the Obi-Wan show. Um, any thoughts, Nick? You can't say that. I'm going to call it right here, right now. And when the show finally comes out and we get some like teaser trailers or whatever i'm gonna say i told you so i'm okay with that but you can't say it right now well because like what else i mean yeah we're gonna get the pressed kenobi and we're definitely getting a flashback because a flashback of some sort or a vision because kathleen kennedy said we'll have like the rematch of the century whatever whatever um but we're definitely getting them fighting again so i can't imagine vader fighting kenobi on tatooine or i can't i can't see them fighting in like when the show is set well like that's just me it could it wouldn't break canon that much with a new hope but that because there's room to work with the wording and such that Mustafar was not the last time they saw each other before A New Hope, so it could be true. It wouldn't be okay. on Tatooine, that's true. It wouldn't be on Tatooine, because then I'm pretty sure Darth Vader would just blow up most of Tatooine at that point, because he doesn't care. Fair enough. So, yeah, maybe he goes off-world for something. I can't and... see it, though. To me, it's like, we're de- it's, it's going to be like a vision or something. Like, he's going to be dreaming, could, and he's yeah, going to be like... It could be a vision. You know what I mean? That's what I see. Yeah. Um... Again, I would love, love, love Clone Wars flashbacks. I think everyone would. I mean, why would you not? We'd get Hayden and Obi back at it again. Maybe even you could get Ahsoka in there somehow. I don't know how you would do that. 
I mean, you have Rosario Dawson, but I don't know if they would. It's hard because of the time jump. Yeah. Ashley Eckstein, get her in there. <laughs> but yeah, I'm most excited for this series because Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen. Need I say more, people? Need I say more? So moving past Investor's Day, we have two things that I want to discuss. One of which being Book of Boba Fett and the other one being Mandalorian Season 3. So starting with the Book of Bubble Fett, we know this is being released this year late. So like Mandalorian timeline, I guess, like Christmas, like around Christmas, I guess. Um, and there's a lot of crossover potential. I remember when this was first announced, me and you were so confused. <laughs> because we were, the way that they worded it, we weren't sure if it was a season three of Mandalorian. And like that was it because like they mentioned... They were like, Mandalorian was originally put out as like chapters. Like season one was chapter one. Season two was chapter two. So we were like, oh, this is chapter three. This is, they've moved on past Din's story. And we're getting Book of Boba Fett. Until like a couple weeks later and people started confirming, oh no, it's like a completely different thing. So I mean, I'm excited for this. I'm sure you're excited. Probably more than me. Big Boba guy. Huge, Huge. Boba guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I we're getting smug staring at me. Oh, do you know? Yeah. yeah, he's he's great. He um, I don't know. I'm just glad to have Tamara Ten. Help me out. Tamara Morrison. Tamara Morrison and Ming Nguyen back at it again. I we know nothing about this plot. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's Boba Fett being a gangster, man. That that's all the we need. A gangsters. Boba the Hut. Boba the Hut. You know who I would love to make an appearance in this show? You know who I would absolutely love? Who would fit in perfectly and, you know, wasted potential if they don't. Don't say it. You know I'm going to say it. Don't say it. Two words. Actually, you don't even need the last name. Hondo. 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 I'm telling you. Wasted Potential. If Disney does not capitalize on making Hondo, putting him in live action, putting him into a spin-off show on Disney Plus, can you imagine? That would be so. Hondo, Hondo is a he's immortal in my eyes. He lives through everything. He's in Rebels. He's in Clone Wars. He can live forever. Put Hondo in the show. It could happen. Put Hondo in the show. When they had season season two episode seven with Bill Burr on Mandalorian and Hondo wasn't the pirates, I guess I understand now. But I was like, damn, you could have put Hondo there, and he was trying to get the Rydonium. Like that would have been those cool. Those weren't pirates. They were pirates. They were they local weren't... pirates. They called them pirates. They're they're rebellion. They're re- they're rebels. They're they native were, rebels. They were pirates in my eyes. That's not okay. So. Speaking of crossover potential, season three of Mandalorian. We were also told that this is supposed to be released in the end of this year, and that's why everyone was confused when Book of Boba Fett was released, because some people, wait, was this you that thought this too? Were like, wait, is it a book? (laughs) Well, okay. So, you know, Mandalorian does all this stuff with chapters and stuff, so I was like, oh, Book of Boba Fett is the next book so it's going to start back with chapter one for season three and it's just going to be about boba fett that made that made sense in my mind i was like all right 
Well, I'm glad fight. that's Let's not go. happening. He's a Mandalorian. Let's do it. It makes sense. It checks out to me. I'm glad that's not happening. Yeah. Because now we I'm, get I'm, double okay. the footage. Yeah, so now we have more shows. So that's nice. So it's been pushed to 2022. Tragic. Um, I've heard rumors that they're trying to axe Gina, Gina Carano. From what I heard, again, rumors. Someone tried pushing her out. But John, John, I do love you at some points. But John was like, no. So she's still here. Um, so the big question is obviously where do we go from season two? If you want to check out Nick's podcast, Sleepless in Metropolis, his latest episode, which features me and another friend, um, we discussed season two and we did discuss this a little bit of where we think the show will go and where we want it to go and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but I think it's interesting. I also have, there was some news released this week. Pedro Pascal did an interview where he basically said he knows the direction of Mandalorian. He said he has, first of all, he expects that there's going to be a lot less of Din with his helmet on. He said, and I quote, as much as Din says this is the way, that doesn't mean that this is the only way. He was basically teasing, you know, the helmet probably won't be as much, you know. And I mean, it's Pedro Pascal's face. Who doesn't want to look at that? <laughs> but as far as the future of the show and everything, he's been told the plan. He said, and I quote, I am told what's happening and what the plan is, but I can't share it. They are in the expansion of this world where there are so many unexpected prizes and timelines that are going to be dealt with. If the characters were to cross over into these worlds, it would be utilized in a way that isn't meant to be expected. I wouldn't want to spoil the surprise of whether or not the characters from the show we already know are crossing over. So, we already kind of knew this. But, um, very exciting stuff, I think. Especially if you can get, I know, I saw the other day, I tweeted about it, there was a there's an unreleased, I mean, Disney and Lucasfilm are pumping out stuff all the time, but 2027, which is so far away. There's a untitled movie that they're releasing, and I was curious, if they did a giant crossover finale for Rangers, Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, Ahsoka, would you want it on a series basis, like a, like a one final episode, or would you want like a big blockbuster film? If they set it up enough with those final seasons of the shows then i'm okay with them just doing a giant actual blockbuster movie and having like thrawn be the main villain and he loki was like manipulating all of their individual villains or bad guys like if he was the one that was in charge of moff gideon he's obviously going to be the um antagonist for the ahsoka show he can be the one in control of whoever the rangers of the new republic are fighting he can be kind of fighting with boba fett in some way with the underworld so yeah if they do a blockbuster like that to actually finish this series of sh shows i'll be happy with that but i do want thrawn to be the bad guy thrawn deserves his time in the sun that's fair I think it'd be cool, especially if you got like, I don't know, if you actually made like a good movie too, <laughs> can wow. you imagine like an actually good film, like w tying all those loose ends together and this big blockbuster, like Avengers style, that would be, would be, 
It would be impressive. So cool. Especially, you know, it would let... It goes back to the rumor of the quote-unquote Civil War at Lucasfilm that may or may not be happening. But, like, that would give John and Dave their time to shine in a... Like, John and Dave making a blockbuster film, we haven't seen it. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but they've... I mean, they've done Mandalorian. Look at how big that was. So, I don't know. That'd be... You got any thoughts on season three of Mandalorian, by the way? Um, it exists. Yes, it does. I have no idea what's going to happen. I hope that it's actually about Mandalore. Like, it's, like, he's with Bo-Katan just figuring out what's going on with the Darksaber. Well, because I feel like there's so much you could do with that, and, like, they haven't touched on it since Rebels, really. I mean, they touched on it in this season, but, I mean, we got Bo-Katan, and she's like, with the dark saber, and she's like, "I I have to kill you for that, even though you know rebels happened, and you know we're just gonna disregard what happened in rebels." Yeah, I don't. I don't. That's odd. Now. now that I so I watched season two of Mandalorian before I watched Rebels, and then I watched Rebels, and I'm like, "Wait a second, you know what that mean? Yeah, um, because utterly confused." I but think I'm, it's because Sabine was already pledged to Bo-Katan in like her house. I guess that that's what I'm assuming is. The that still doesn't make it. sense to me. Well, you know, I Din's like, I take know. it. And she's like, no. Also, how did she lose it in the first place? That's a good question. Yeah, that's Because tough. at the end of Rebels, she had the dark saber. Did she not? Yep. Last time so, we saw her, she had the dark saber. That's I what I'm know. saying. So, I don't know. Um, I'd love for that to be... Because it is called The Mandalorian, you know, and now people assume that, like, that's his name. And now after watching everything, I'm like, that's not how it works. <laughs> yeah, but he's the Mandalorian. See what There's I mean? Like, it's so weird. He's the Mandalorian. Um, like, do, you think he, be, do you think by the end of all of these shows and everything that Din Djarin becomes ruler or king of Mandalore? Do you think he ends up on top? No. However, really? I kind of do now. I, th- I think it's going to happen. I would like it. I would like it a lot. I just don't think, I think they give it Bo-Katan too much potential. Like, they built they built it up in, like, season two and throughout that, and, like, with the Darksaber and everything, and especially in, like, Rebels 2. And she was like, it's, like, it's good for her character arc. She was like, I don't want to do it. My sister died. I can't. I'm not the, I'm not but the I mean, brother. And now she's honestly, like, I'm ready to take that role and so i mean i wouldn't be mad just din's personality he seems very quiet off to himself reserved and he doesn't seem like he'd be one to be like oh he i'm bo katan on he his doesn't side. give me pre vizsla vibes <laughs> i think that's a good thing in a rule <laughs> that's what i'm saying though but like i don't like i feel like you need someone a little more charismatic than din Pedro Pascal's charismatic. He's just, you know, Pedro Pascal awkward. is. Pedro yeah, Pascal is. I'm not denying that. I'm saying Din. Well, you know, if he gets that helmet off more, maybe he'll he'll work on his people skills. It could happen. Now, Din and Grogu ruling Mandalore. <laughs> That's a big two. Hot take. I mean, there. technically, Grogu's a foundling. So do we think Grogu becomes king of Mandalore by the time all of this is done? god hold on hold on i think we're on to something here grogu, no he's definitely grogu, gonna be a... grogu king of mandalore hold on hold on you're thinking about it now photoshop you like that this. you like this i don't like that i want bo 
you know, just when because the, of everything with Satine and she was in Death Watch and then she's not and then her sister gets murdered and then, you know, she's like fighting with Ahsoka against Maul and then, you know, Rebels happens and she's got the dark saber again and they be blah, 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 blah. Just with everything that's happened, I feel like for me it would be like a completion of the circle if she finally reunited everyone on Mandalore and got to rule and I don't know. but I guess. You know when they walk into the throne room and Maul is just sitting on that chair? Mm-hmm. I'm going to put Grogu in place of Maul. I think that's the Photoshop we need. Send that to me when you're just done Just Jay chilling. <laughs> that being said, final thoughts. We got a lot coming our way. Not, a, I mean, compared to what we know versus what we got coming, I'm very excited. Because I feel like not knowing a lot. I mean, we obviously we know what's coming, but we don't have like actual physical, tangible material to go off of. So I'm excited. I don't know about you, but I can't imagine being in this phantom of a thing and not having, knowing that, like before Disney Plus was a thing, I can't imagine like existing because it would be like, what do I have to look forward to besides the sequels? Which again, what do I have to look forward to? It was very far between when it came to news. That's true. That's what I'm saying. And now we have this. So, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything you'd like to plug besides your podcast? Um, yeah, Fall Asleep with in Metropolis. And uh, now that's all I plug. Now. Yeah, plug Sleepless in Metropolis. We uh, we did an episode, I already told you guys, but we did an episode a couple weeks ago. That was It's always super fun there. And they don't just cover Star Wars 2. They cover, like, Marvel and DC and stuff. So, like, if you're more into that stuff, go check them out because I don't lack that knowledge to do it on my channel um but yeah so if you guys let me plug my stuff real quick i'm on tiktok and i'm on twitter my tiktok is simp the number four skywalker simp for skywalker we have a great time on tiktok all my rebel stands and my babu freak stands we stay in you also i'm on twitter simp for skywalker underscore hello there So I'm currently recording this last session while I'm editing this podcast, and I wanted to update um, you all on the poll results. So I mentioned earlier in the episode that I was posting a poll to my Twitter account at simp4skywalker underscore, I'll plug it again, which would decide the name of the podcast. So Nick and I came up with a couple more names, and we posted the poll this morning, or I posted the poll this morning. And the winner, overwhelmingly, was Sith Happens. So this has been the first episode of Sith Happens. I would like to shout out the group chat that I'm in on Twitter. You guys have been so supportive. Right now it's named Hyra. Um, It changes literally every hour, but you guys are the best people. So I wanted to shout y'all out um, before I ended this episode. But yeah, thank you so much for turning into Sith Happens. And I will see you all next week.